How do you identify and communicate value to your prospects and clients? Stay tuned to find out. Okay, here's the question. How are we dark horses? You know, the ones everyone is betting against, the ones they don't expect to win, place, or even show on the track, and they'll even laugh on us when we talk about trying. How do we show the world our greatness and triumph? Well, that's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. This is The Dark Horse Entrepreneur. My name is Tracy Brinkman. What is up? What is up? What the hell is up, my Dark Horse friends and family? Welcome back to your daily dose of value communication learning. I'm your Dark Horse host, Tracy Brinkman, and you, well, that, my friend, is infinitely more important. You are a driven entrepreneur or one in the making. Either way, you're here because you're ready to start, restart, kickstart, or just start leveling up with some great marketing, personal, or business tips and results in order to build that beautiful business of yours into the empire. It absolutely deserves to be. And that's why I'm here hitting you with yet another episode on the Dark Horse Entrepreneur as we dive deep into success with actionable advice tips and steps designed to help you level up your game because we already know there are no shortcuts to success except for taking those little steps towards goal every single day you getting value from this podcast yeah I go, well, God, that's awesome, man. I, I really hope you are. I try to bring value with every episode of this, including the amazing guests I'm lucky enough to bring on here. And if you are, if you could just take a moment, you know, go on down there, hit that subscribe button, drop us a five-star rating, and of course, leave us some kind words in the reviews. These subscribe to rating and reviews. Tell those podcast platforms out there that you are getting some value from the words you're hearing here. They lift us up a little bit in the rankings so that we can reach more driven entrepreneurs just like yourself. So if you are getting that value, and I know you are, yeah, (laughs) take a moment, show the love, and help spread the word. I appreciate you. So back to the question of the day. How do we identify and communicate value? You see, you know, that value, man, what a great word that is because the perception of that value to your audience, to your tribe is probably one of the most important elements in your pricing because if you're, uh, if you're prospects and clients and customers do not think they're getting value for their money you have no pricing position no pricing power you won't be able to increase your prices even if you just want to or because you want to uh, drive some profitability to absorb some more costs for some uh, value that you're giving and you'll start losing customers if you do raise the prices However, if you're bringing the value and they can see that they are, man, they're getting all kinds of crazy value, they will remain loyal even when you do incur a price increase. Now, value isn't one single thing to me. I mean, it it covers a gamut of attributes within your goods and services that uh, your your customers are paying for. Uh, The value... Is usually, I don't know, identify with these high differentiated features, right? These, these benefits and features that come along. And, you know, there's this low cost and high differentiation that makes you competitive in the marketplace. But the, the key value components, and there's seven of them, are service, 
response, right? You got to give them good res- service and you have to respond in a timely fashion. Um, you want to have a, a variety of pieces inside of your packages. The knowledge that you bring and the knowledge that your business brings, right? The quality, right? How good it's being presented, how good the service is, how awesome the product is, what guarantee you bring with that service? Do you give them a 30 day guarantee? Do you give them a year guarantee? Do you guarantee specific results? And then of course, finally, the price. So you got service, response, variety, knowledge, quality, guarantee, and price. All of these make up value. So as you can see, the price is only one component. And I actually mentioned it last. And uh, it, because it's only that one component, so often uh, we as marketers are out there pushing the other attributes, the other six, right? So that when the prices finally hit, when we finally mention the price, it's like, oh man, given all those other factors that you mentioned, that price is awesome, actually. You know, so it's really leveraged. And you see this all the time when people talk about uh, offer stacking. Hey, you're going to get this and you're going to get that and you're going to get this. And here's the value of that. And here's the knowledge I'm bringing to you. And these are top quality products. And I'm going to give you this guarantee. And then we have this 24 hour response time with our service desk. And uh, they're going to make sure you're taken care of, yada, yada, yada. And all that is is worth $10 thousand dollars but the price today if you act now is 9.99 i don't know i'm of course i just a kid i'm a little tongue-in-cheek but you you get what i'm saying right really at the end of the day you do want to drive home all the uh, benefits of the service of your response of the variety that you're offering of the knowledge base of the quality of the product or service and the guarantees because if you focus on the price you end up getting in these price wars and that's uh, that's a no-win scenario well except for maybe the customer of course the customer wins because the price keeps going down anyway <laughs> now let's talk about some ways that you can communicate the value to your prospects, customers, and clients. I think the first one is identify what value means to them. Because if you think about it, uh, value means different things to different people. I think that's one of the probably the great uh, factors in using the value stack is the fact that you can come at it from so many different angles. I mean, there are those that want some sort of financial benefit, right? So there's a, there's a piece you can focus on. Other people have a responsible nature. So they're looking for, are you a responsible business person? Other folks are looking for product value in terms of convenience, right? Or they're looking for high quality or they're looking for, uh, the best return for their price. I don't want to say they're looking for the lowest price, but sometimes that is what it is they're looking for. Some folks are looking for it to be like what everyone else has. They're trying to be a part of the clique. So all these different things mean different things to different folks. So identify what value means to your core audience and your core tribe. And once you get a good understanding of that value, you can then articulate uh, that message to your audience in a way that makes the most sense to them. How you look at it is one thing. How they look at it is by far, far more important. And I think one of the next things you're going to want to do, of course, is define what your product or service does 
by focusing on the benefits then on the features. I think so many times you, you see people talking about uh, all the features that are locked inside of their product or service or their coaching or whatever it is they're offering, uh, but they for forget about telling me what are the benefits of that feature. Yeah, cool. It's great that you have this new whiz-bang radio what do I care? But when you start telling me about the sound quality of the speakers and how I can turn my radio up to 13 or whatever it is and decibel points and I can listen to music as loud as I want to and I like loud music, uh, then I'm like, oh, okay, now I'm listening to you. But when you start telling me about, you know, the decibel rating or the bandwidth and all these other technical terms that are features, well, then I'm like, I'm getting lost in the minutiae, right? If we think about some of the smartphones, some folks nowadays will say, uh, I have the slimmest and sleekest. Well, that's a feature. Who, who cares, right? Now, but if you spend time talking about easier navigation, uh, the multiple functions that are available, the convenience of, you know, pulling it out of your pocket, well, those are benefits. And of course, I'm doing a lousy job sharing this, right? If we think about, oh, I don't know, those, uh, those infomercials for those, those electronic mops, right? That are also vacuum cleaners. You know, they can talk about things like it's, uh, um, it's got the scrubby strip on it or it's got the, the dual nozzle sprayer. Yeah. And th those are features. Well, okay. Those are cool. I get it. But if you start talking about it's the power floor mop giving you easy to use and powerful cleaning action, right? wipe away those messes in one stroke well that's a benefit right they can see the value they can picture themselves in the moment using the product and it's probably a great way to articulate it and those benefits are almost posed in such a way that the user can picture my, themselves inside using the product or the service or benefiting from the feature right oh wow now i get it sweep sweep i'm done put it away i'm back to you know kicking it on the couch watching netflix <laughs> so you have to look at it as what's in it for your prospect or client what's the purpose of the features what do they do right what do they offer in terms of benefits and uh, what maybe what does your client want to do right and that's the uh, that's the benefit that's coming out of that and then of course you want to share why your features and benefits of your product or service outshine those of your competitor Okay, so now you've built yourself some compelling stories talking about all the benefits. They're like, you're like, yeah, they're going to they're going to get out there and they're going to say, I love your product or service. Oh, hold on, hold on. You need to understand how your tribe, your audience is going to consume and process the information you're sharing. You know, some folks, they enjoy the webinars, right? They enjoy listening and seeing someone uh, present the content in a visual format. Other folks would much rather just get a quick, simple bullet email. Uh, other folks are more in the auditory. They just want to get me the message in a podcast, short, succinct, just just give me the highlights, man. Give me the good stuff, right? Don't give me all this uh, extra fluff, right? 
So you probably want to take your message and mold it into the different formats. Or if you find that your core audience really resonates with a specific type of format, make sure you take all that great benefit content and feature content and price content, all the value uh, aspects and push it into that medium. And it may, here's the thing, it may not be the medium that you prefer just because you love it, right? I love getting on a microphone and blabbing. Uh, not everyone likes listening to someone blab on the microphone. So, you know, just because I love it doesn't mean my entire tribe loves it. So you need to take the time to understand your audience and your tribe and share that information in a way that they will best absorb it and process it. And then inside that message, obviously, you want to communicate how all those benefits and features that are packed inside your product services uh, offer your clients uh, or actually fulfill their needs and creates value for them, right? When you can develop that style of message that resonates with them and calls them to action, then you know you're firing on all eight cylinders. But you want to keep the messages simple and consistent and then obviously you want to make the messages stick by telling stories adding visuals if the medium you're using allows for that evoke some emotion and inspire them with the stories that you're telling i don't have a story to share with you at this particular moment which is my fail <laughs> And I think the final thing to add here is you want to monitor your results, measure your results, and continue to tweak your messaging, right? Oh, that worked. Hmm, it seems people fall off around here. What is it is happening right around here where I start seeing them fall off? Tweak that section until you get that nice, consistent flow of leads, prospects, and finally, clients. Phew, all right, so... Friday. Friday, we're going to be chatting about the common patterns that can make your company successful, which means these are the ones you probably want to be paying attention to. Now, I know you want to keep getting all these daily success tips. Make sure you go on down there. Like I mentioned before, smash that subscribe button. While you're there, go ahead and hit those five stars and drop us some kind words in the reviews. Uh, these uh, subscribes, ratings, and reviews to those podcast platforms out there that you think we're rocking it. And that helps us reach more driven entrepreneurs just like yourself. So please take a moment, show the love, and then come on over and join us uh, on, in the Facebook group, uh, The Dark Horse Tribe. You can go to facebook.com in that search bar right at the top of your phone there. Just type Dark Horse Tribe, and that should take you right there. Heck, I'm going to put a link down in there, darkhorseschooling.com backslash darkhorsetribe. Click that link. that take you straight there. I look forward to getting to know you on a more personal level, answer your questions, or just, heck, engage with you on a little chat. Anyway, you get out there. You run your race. You get your results. Come on into the Facebook group. Let me hear about them. I want to celebrate with you. Until next time, think successfully and take action. Thank you for listening to the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Check us out at www.darkhorseschooling.com. All right. My name is Tracy Brinkman.